Hey, welcome to Life Church. We pray this blesses you and empowers you for your week ahead. We hope you enjoy this message. Church, so good to be here this morning. You can grab your seats um, if you're in the room with us or uh, joining us online. It's just good to be here. Are you all well? Yes. Good stuff. Well, here's the thing. I'm speaking at half the speed this morning. So this is a 30-minute message. It's going to take me one hour. <laughs> but hey, it is good to be with you, church. And uh, before I get stuck into the message this morning, um, I think this is my first time speaking here, um, and I am honored to be here. I may get invited back. Yes. Yes. Jock saying you better be invited back because you better not train Christ that whole thing. But uh, I just want to maybe this morning take you on a little bit of journey so uh, you guys get to know me a little bit better and I get to know you a little bit better. Is that all good? Yes. So um, my name is Andy Gamble and as he said, I'm from the northwest of Northern Ireland. We're from a city that's got two names, Derry, Stroke, London, Derry. And uh, regardless on your background uh, in terms of religion, that will uh, factor what you decide to call our city. You should come and visit sometime. And just three years ago, me and my wife, we launched a church called The Hills Church. And by God's grace, we have saw so many people come to salvation. We've baptized dozens of adults and we've seen God move in such a powerful way. Uh, I have two boys, Judah and Ralph. Uh, Ralph is home with mommy because she's preaching right about now as well. And Judah is with me in the room. So let's give Judah a little cheer. He didn't want to go to kids' church because he wanted to watch his daddy preach. So he likes me preaching. So if no one else is going to enjoy it this morning, hey, Judah's going to have the go. But hey, I just want to as well do something really, really quick. Hey, Jock and Shirley, can you stand to your feet? Why don't we honor these two right now? <laughs> Need I say anymore? This is what the Bible says, if you want to turn with me in 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse, verses 9 and 10. 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 9 and 10. Next to him was Eliezer. Someone say Eliezer. Eliezer. You're pretty good. As one of the three mighty warriors, he was with David when they taunted the Philistines gathered in Pastamon for battle. Then the Israelites retreated. But Eliezer, somebody say Eliezer. Eliezer. You're sitting at your house right now saying Eliezer and everyone thinks you're crazy. You're all good. Eliezer stood his ground and struck down the Philistines till his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. God, we just pray right now. If nothing else is shared this morning, your word was shared. So we ask God, would you speak to us this morning? Would you do what only you can do? In Jesus' name, and we all said? Amen. Amen. 
My name is Andy Gamble, just shared that just now. And today I'm a pastor of a church and by the grace of God, God is doing something in the northwest of Ireland that I can't describe and we've seen a grace that is just humbling to be honest and I'm here with my son and I'm married and my other son's at home and God is so good. I turned 40 next year, I know you're shocked. I know I look 21. There we go, I'm coming back. Um, uh, I'm getting older. Um, but I wasn't always a pastor, I wasn't always a Christian, I didn't always follow God. And, and, and I grew up, I grew up, and I shared here a little bit one Sunday, a little bit of my story, but I, I grew up on a farm. Any farmers in the room? No farmers, there's some. Of course there's no farmers. There's some farmers in the room, it's all good. I was a farm kid, but, but the truth is education and going to school, I, I didn't really fit into the education system. Did anyone else here that not enjoy school? I mean, we tell our kids that they're the best days of your life. Judah, school is the best days of your life. Um, I didn't really think that though, and uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't an academic, uh, and still probably amped, to be honest. Amped, is that even an English word? There you go, I'm just using my example right there. Um, but but, but I, I, I didn't do well in the education system. And uh, let's just say I exited school before the GCSEs and I left school without an education. Uh, a dyslexic, dyspraxia, ADHD, and on the autistic scale, that's Andy Gamble. I was a kid who was told I was stupid. Uh, I was a kid that told that I couldn't sit still for more than two seconds, and you're saying, we know, because you won't stop walking around the stage. Um, uh, you didn't need to tell us that, Andy. Uh, whatever, you should have got me a sofa, and that would have held me captive. I mean, the poor cameramen are uh, doing a marathon at the back. Your cameraman did 27,000 steps the day Andy spoke. Good, we're having a laugh, but you're not laughing at me. You're with me, you're laughing at me. Whoa, we gotta get this thing back up again. But that's who I was, but, 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 but by God then was doing something in my life. Did you know that God is working on people's life all the time? Uh, did you know that God can do anything way more than we can ever dream of or imagine? Uh, and God was working on my life way before I met God. You see, I had a mother who was a Christian. And I wanna say to you in here right now, if you're a mother and you're a Christian, or you're someone who's praying for someone, I wanna tell you this, so my mom prayed for 25 years. I wanna honor you, mom, if you're listening to service online. And in one year, I got saved and our whole family came to salvation. 25 years of faithful prayer, one year household salvation. So, so I wanna, I wanna say to you, if you're a prayer in here this morning, all the prayers put our hands up, the people who pray and believe in prayer, keep praying. Because right now God can and he will come through. It might not just be the exact time me or you want it to be, but he's gonna come through. But I, I went on this journey and I was into motorsport, became a professional race car driver. I started a business called Gamble Engineering and I started being more successful. And I, I turned my life around because I was the kid who my dad said, hey, I'm not really angry, I'm kind of disappointed. To be my dad was kind of on board with me again and he worked with us in the business and we had, some, we had, a, we had a dairy farm and we had an engineering business and, and as a matter of fact, we even ended up buying a farm up, in, up north in Carlisle. But God came into my life and how many of us know that God changes life in the Bible, God changed lives yesterday and he can change lives tomorrow. God changed my life because on the 20th of February in 2008, I gave my life to Jesus and my life changed forever. 
I wanna set you up for a prayer that's come at the very end of the service. If you're in here today and you do not know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you're watching online right now, you're sitting in a little room. If you do not know Jesus, or you know what, you've walked away from Jesus at the end of the service, I'm gonna give you an opportunity because this date is gonna be the date that's gonna change your life. You're gonna come to him for the first time, you're gonna come back to him, whatever that looks like. Maybe you've slidden off the track and you would say, I'm a backslider or maybe I'm not walking with God. Well, today's the day you're gonna get back on track with God or start that journey with him. Are you ready for that? It's good. Let's give our guys, because God's speaking to people this morning. I believe people are gonna give their life to Jesus for the first time this weekend or they're gonna recommit their life, I'm just saying. But God changed my life radically. He took me on a journey. And honestly, to this day, sometimes I wonder how God did it. But in the first few months, it wasn't just as easy as that. As a matter of fact, in the first couple of years when I found Jesus, I wrestled a lot. Uh, you hear all these stories. Isn't it funny listening to other people's stories that have huge success? They, get, they, get, they find Jesus or they get, God does something for their life and away they go. Just wasn't my story. I, 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 I first thing I did whenever I gave my life to Jesus was I knew that God was calling me into ministry. I knew it from the night, on the 20th of February in 2008, just a week before that, or a few weeks before that, I'd spent some time with a famous race car driver and he said to me, you're not content. And I walked a mountain in Croke Patrick Mountain in Ireland and I met these priests from America that were studying the priesthood in Rome and they'd come to Ireland to make a pilgrimage. And they talked to me about Jesus and they told me that I wasn't content. You see, the truth is, I may have walked into that church that Sunday with a lot of money in my bank account, but I had no peace in my inside. And God brought me full contentment. But I went on this journey then of God was taking things away and he was positioning me because God would take me to Bible college. Now, I went to Mattersea Hall, which was the AOG Bible College in Mattersea Hall, down outside Sheffield. And, and my first essay, this is, what I, this is what the grade came back. You have God's, um, by God's grace, you have eyes in the brain. Please use them. I'm giving you a 40% this time, but please learn how to spell. The first essay I ever done in my entire life was at 27 years old at Bible College. I'd never read a book before I became a Christian. The first book I read was the Bible. And the thought of reading out loud, frankly, would freak me out. As a matter of fact, I spell Eliezer like E-L-I-Z-E-R. How many of us know that's now how you spell Eliezer? But I'll come to, back to that in just a little moment. But God was taking me on this journey and, and uh, he, would, he would teach me that, that, that God actually is a good God. And the first thing I find about Eliezer is this, that Eliezer, he understood the presence of God. He looked down through the Bible and he was one of the, the mighty warriors that ran with David. The first thing I wanna point out this morning that you gotta get the presence of God in your life. The presence of God is what can change every single thing. We are not led by our senses, we are led by the Spirit of God. And that's what I had to come to realize because really what was happening to me in the early days of my walk with God is I was always a person that, that had to make sense and had to make sense. How many of us know that following God, it doesn't always make sense? Why would God you take a boy that doesn't know how to read or write, I can't even string two words together, never mind the thought of standing up publicly in front of a group of people like this and speaking out loud. Hey God, why would you use me? Isn't it incredible how easy it is for us to tell, tell ourselves what we are not? 
when the God of the universe is screaming to us all this morning who we are. You are a child of God. You are chosen, you've got a purpose, you've got a plan. God is good and He has a plan and He has a purpose for me and He has a plan and He has a purpose for you. And I had to come back and realize that because the truth is when I got saved and asked Jesus into my life or whatever language you want to put around that, started a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, it changed my life because it gave me contentment. And then when I learned like Eliezer that I could spend time in God's presence and it would bring a peace that passes understanding the scripture says, that is life changing. But the facts are, we read this story of Eliezer and it's literally the only text that we're gonna refer to this morning. And here it is, this guy called Eliezer. I had not heard of Eliezer before. He's mentioned in one, two verses in scripture. One verse in scripture he's mentioned and we don't hear another thing about him. You see, Eliezer, the thing I love about Eliezer is this. I believe Eliezer was himself. The second point I wanna teach, talk about for a few moments is Eliezer was himself. Be you. You see, God can only bless who you are, not who you want to or try to be. And as much as I ask the Lord, for a 32 inside leg. It ain't happening. <laughs> and these baggy trousers are just making the whole thing even look shorter. Like an 18 inch thing. This is who I am. But this dawned on me this morning, Life Church, and this is a really cool story. Because I'd say at least 10 years ago, I, I was at Bible college and uh, a few weekends I would come here. This is a great church. This is the best church in the world. Yeah, this is the best church in the world. I love this church. It's just not as good as the Hills Church in the northwest of Northern Ireland. But you're nearly there. Jokes. Some guy gonna read a blog about that that lives in a black room. <laughs> but I came here one weekend, I was at Bible college and I was saying, God, like, are you having a laugh? See, my brother, he's an educated guy, he's a school teacher. And I love him, he's my best friend, he's a great guy. And I was like, man, like, why do you not use him? I mean, he's smart, he's educated. He's da -da -da. I mean, I had this thing. I was standing up in a room and this guy put his hand on my shoulder and literally, I look around and the guy's got long hair and I'm like, it must be Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus spoke to me and he said, you just gotta be yourself. Turns out it wasn't Jesus, it was Isaac. I was praying this morning and I was like, that guy who I thought looked like Jesus was Isaac. But God used Isaac to speak to a guy from Northern Ireland that God had called to university in England that he didn't know that we had never had a conversation to come over and give me a word that would fundamentally change my life. And you said, be you. What an absolute legend Isaac is. If you want a fashion advice, call him. 
I just, you're too far, bro. You're like, you're like, you're like way out there for me. I'm like, I'm kind of meeting you somewhere, but that's just, you're, he's too cool, he's freezing. <laughs> but this message is titled Brick by Brick, and we're gonna come to that in a little second. See, you see, God can only really anoint who I am, not who I want to or try to be. He can only bless me. And, and, and you see, Eliezer, you see, the thing I love about this, right, Life Church, if I can articulate what I'm trying to say, somebody pray for me really quick. I'd rather be used by God and do what he called me to do and be mentioned in one verse in the Bible than try to be pretty much David as literally a legend in scripture. Like you say to anyone, David, and everyone remembers David, yeah? So I'd rather do what God called me to do and be mentioned one time in scripture and passed on as try to be one of the guys who's mentioned everywhere in the Bible, but never, ever, ever do what God called me to do. And what I love about Jock and Shirley is they are people that are just doing what God's called them to do. This weekend, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are perfect just the way you are. You're not too fat, you're not too thin, you're not stupid. In fact, stupid, there is no such thing as stupid, there is just smart in a different way. You're, education, if you're in here and you're struggling with the education system and you're not a high academic, you're not stupid, you're just smart in a different way. There's no one smarter than my name when I'm in. I'm the smartest person I know whenever I'm called to do what I'm called to do. Only me can be me and only you can be you, so be you. I could skip around this place. I'm working a sweat. Well, the Eiser, he understood the presence of God. He ran with David. He was himself. but he walked with the right people. Who you are running with is where you are running to. Who you are walking with is where you're walking to. I wanna speak to teenagers in the room, young adults. If your worldview and your world right now ain't going really the way you thought it should be going, change your circle. I know that Victoria and I are going to great places because in the last year, God has brought two incredible people into my life called Jock and Shirley. And yesterday, we just hung out, man. We did a boat thing and we didn't know what was going on, a water taxi, whatever that is. We went and saw some random horse thing and there was like knights and there were swords and what was going on? But we just had a fun day together. We talked about the things of God and I thank God for bringing us into these guys' life because who we are running with is where we're running to. We know we're going to great places because God's bringing great people like this into our lives. Who you're running with is where you're running to. Eliezer ran with David and he saw a great victory. This is what the scripture says at the very end. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. Maybe can I suggest this weekend, I said young adults there now, I don't care how old you are, maybe you just need to ask God for the right friends to take you to the right places. Hey, you need to join a group and groups come back into this church and you need to get connected. You need to be here again. You need to just get over the fact of what's going on or whatever's going on, because church is always changing. Things is always changing. The world never stops. Nothing's new under the sun. Maybe you just gotta get yourself in a different friend circle because who you're running with is where you're running to and God has great things for you. 
but the enemy wants to take you out. He wants to isolate you. Isolation will kill you dead, but accountability will set you free. Eliezer ran with the right people and he's seen great things happening. But I titled this message this weekend, Brick by Brick, because Jock and I are both doing two house builds at the moment and we pray nearly every day together for God to make a financial breakthrough because everything's double the price. Anyway, we'll not talk about that anymore, will we, Jock? Because the Lord is going to bring about a great victory that day. But the truth is we're all a brick and we all play a part to play in this journey of thing called life. Do you like my bricks? I'm glad that you said you do. But there's one missing. Someone clawed at the little piece that I'm missing. Where's the little tiny brick at the other side? Is it over there, please? My goodness, we lost a little piece of brick, but we are all good. Every single one of us play a part in what God's building. Yes? How many of you know we all look different? Yes? Every one of us, we look different. As a matter of fact, these blocks are pretty much supposed to be identical, but none of them are the same. Is that a problem with you? Absolutely not. You're all called to build God's house. Each and every single one of us are called to be a part of what God's doing. It blows my mind too. You're sitting here this weekend, you're listening to this message online. God would use me. God would, God would, how could God use me, Andy? Love with them guy in the parking lot said to me, I said, I'm just an Irish guy. And he goes, you're not just anything. <laughs> Powerful sermon right there, mister, wherever you're sitting. What an absolute legend he is, that big tall man that's on the car park. What's, what's his name? Simon. Simon. Let's give Simon a cheer. There he is. He's preaching next Sunday. You're not just anything. You're you. And God's got a plan for you. You see, we at the whole church believe that every single person has a God-given purpose and discovering that purpose is connected to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We exist to connect people to Jesus. Therefore, discovering their God-given purpose. It's in Jesus we were made and it's through him we live. But we all have a part to play and God is building his house. He's using this church here. He's using a guy on a Wednesday night at a random meeting that had no idea that God would use him to fundamentally change my life. 30 seconds it probably was. Don't know if you remember. I think he does. But God is building his church. But he's using you and I to do it. Brick by brick, person by person. Go tomorrow and tell your neighbor or church, send them a link for the service. Say it was an Irish guy. We didn't understand him, but hey, it's the few times that we all laughed and I laughed too. <laughs> hey, come along next Sunday because you never know what's gonna happen. It could change your life. One invitation to church changed my life. I'm here today because my mom invited me to go to a church service. I'm married to an incredible wife of two kids seeing God move in the Northwest of Ireland because someone invited me to church. Invite them to church, to share a Bible verse with them. Ask the person in work who's sick, would you like to pray for them? Because God is building his church. But Andy, I'm broken. And I can't see why God would use me. Anyone else? 
Andy, I, I'm not perfect. My ducks are not on a row. I haven't got it all figured out. You are perfect. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are exactly the way God designed you to be. This is Jockin, this is Shirley. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, jokes. Another blog, I'm gonna, whatever. Every single person. I'm speaking to Life Church this weekend. I want to speak to you for a little second. These are all needed in this house. Your pastors and your leadership team love you. More importantly, God loves you. If you're watching this online, wherever you're at, God values you. Because when it all comes together, and what I love about the local church is this, with all our brokenness and imperfection and whatever we all see, whatever the enemy is trying to spoke into your head, when it comes together and it's cemented together by the grace of God, it becomes strong. Eliezer stood as, he, he, he understood the presence of God. He leveled the fact that he might just have been mentioned once in scripture, but he'd rather have been mentioned once in scripture and done what God called him to do than tried to be David and been mentioned loads of times in scripture, but missed what God called him to do. Eliezer fulfilled the call of God in his life. It may only have been one verse, just one verse we could say, but there is no such thing as just. He did the one thing that God called him to do and guess what? The Lord brought around a great victory that day. And this is the last thing we wanna understand about Eliezer is this, Eliezer stood his ground. As a matter of fact, we go back to scripture and you can put it on the screen if you wish at the back. Let's give our guys at the back a little cheer. Let's do that. What an incredible group of people. Eliezer stood his ground and struck down the Philistines till his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. You see, isn't it funny that God, God, how many of us would agree that God can speak to us? Yes, God can speak to us. But there seems to be a huge gap between sometimes when God speaks to us and when it comes to pass. Because our gap between that is our speed. But that's not how it works. It's God's speed. And how many of us would know this weekend that God maybe has already spoken to you about something, but it hasn't come to pass. I don't need to see a show of hands, but there's people in this room and watching this message online this weekend and God has spoken, but it hasn't come to pass. Yes? Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Get back to point number one, the presence of God. Whatever journey you're on this morning, this weekend, whatever time you're listening to this message online, hey, you've been in church and you're watching it again. 
get into the presence of God. It will change your perspective. It will change the directory. It will change your life. The presence of God will be in worship in a little moment. In a second, change can change just about anything. He understood who he was. Celebrate your own identity this weekend, Life Church. Yes. Look to your neighbor and say, be you. Look to your other neighbor and say, be you. You can pick it up with the counselor later while you turn to that person first, but anyway, we're all good. Good, we're all wakened this weekend. He walked the right people. There's some people in this room and you know what, I'm so glad that you came this weekend because you're gonna come back next week. People here this weekend for the first time and next Sunday's your second. Come to this church, find a friend, get together with someone because hey, you might not be perfect, but hey, see, whenever you get yourself connected to a church and the house of God and it all comes together, you will become strong. You will, be, you will see things happen. I'm telling you now, it's this God, He's building this church. And if your name's Sarah or David or whatever your name is, you can put it on this wall right now. In fact, I should have had a marker, but I forgot it. You can put your name on here and you can be built together in God's house and you will flourish. I've had loads of bumps in my life, hey. I could tell you a load and load and load of stories. In fact, I could stay here all weekend and tell you stories. Some of them are hilarious and some of them are horrendous and some of them make me cry and some of them make me laugh. But being in a church and connected to God's people and following Him and being in His purpose and being in His presence has changed my life. And you want to stand your ground. Why should I stand my ground, Andy? He stood his ground and the Lord brought about a great victory that day. Stand with me as we pray. We're gonna go into worship right now and you can decide what you do with these next two minutes of your life or five minutes or however long this takes. It's your decision. Do what you may. But here's what I would do this morning. I, I would grab your partner's hand. Maybe you're believing for a miracle. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're believing for a financial miracle. I'm gonna believe for, for a financial miracle for some friends down there. I, I'm gonna believe for some things. I spoke to someone out in the parking lot that's got bad back. I'm gonna believe for some things. But you're gonna stand your ground. In Jesus' name. God, we pray right now for any person in here, God, that needs a miracle. They need a breakthrough. They need a victory, oh God. I ask God that you would encourage them this morning that your presence is the thing that they need to get into their life. I thank you, God, for every person here. I thank you, God, for every person on planet Earth because you have a plan and a purpose for them. And I pray, God, encourage them to be themselves. And God, we pray, God, for maybe people that need to change friends or change circles. Give them the, the ability to do that, oh God. And as you do that and bring them together, they will become stronger. And I pray, God, for the victory, okay, now, God. The victory, bring the victory. The healing, the power, the provision, the new job, the fix back, the financial miracle, the mortgage, the new relationship. We ask, God, for your miracles to bring victories in people's lives this weekend. In Jesus' name, we all said thanks for joining us we pray you feel encouraged by this word we would love to hear from you so why not connect with us via the website 
at lifechurchhome.com or on our socials at Life Church Home. Have a blessed week and we'll see you soon.